Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those big swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Great Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, Matt Pauley on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. All right, man, let's get going here. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go. Well, I only have about 20 minutes with you tonight. We are going to uh, jump out at 6.30 for coverage of Thursday night football. This evening, it is the Jaguars and the Saints kicking off week seven of the NFL slate. We got a lot to do here in the next uh, 20 or so minutes. By the way, a programming note for you. We will have Thursday night football, but we're going to jump out of it for a little while this evening around 7 o'clock. President Biden is going to be addressing the nation this evening, and uh, we will take his address live. Live at 7 o'clock, so we will have football, but we'll step out during the uh, presidential address, and then we'll get back into football after that, just so you know what's going on this evening here at KMOX. Up. Uh- couple things I want to get into in our next segment. We'll talk Blues hockey. They have their third game of the season tonight. We'll hear some of the comments that uh, Craig Berube had earlier today. But I wanted to jump right in and go somewhere that we were at yesterday. We talked a lot yesterday about the potential of Yadier Molina joining the Cardinals coaching staff and the positive impact that it might have on Wilson Contreras. We had Brendan Schaefer on, Channel 4, KMOV.com. He was uh, with us, and uh, he spoke, and um, he talked a little bit. And we, we ran this clip on social media last night on Twitter at the KMOX Sports account, and we uh, we included it in, like, the graphic. This is what Brendan Schaefer said yesterday, and it got a little bit more reaction than I thought it was going to get. So I want to play this 30-second or so clip for you, and then we'll uh, we'll respond to it a bit. The Cardinals are trying to prioritize winning in 2024, which is what they have consistently said. What makes you better in 2024 might be having Yadier Molina with a voice back in that room and maybe more important than anything else, being able to coach up Wilson Contreras because we've talked about the the kind of oddities of his season and the way the Cardinals maybe had certain expectations. If Yadier Molina is in that building kind of guiding Wilson Contreras, maybe that's something that has a significant tangible impact on the team. Okay, so I don't think anything controversial was said there. But then sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski tweeted out the link to that entire interview, which you can always listen to at KMOX.com or via the Odyssey app. And we got a lot of response to it on social media. Some of the responses included, Wilson Contreras was literally the most valuable player on the 2023 Cardinals. Um... Coach up Wilson, 
WTF. Uh, coach up Wilson Contreras. The dumping on him like he's some bum is ridiculous. Best offensive catcher in nearly a decade. But yeah, he needs coaching up. So that was the response. And to be perfectly honest with you, I was a little caught off guard because I don't think Brendan said anything there. And in fact, I would have agreed with basically everything that Brendan said there. Wilson, and if you listen to me and listen to this show and listen to when we were doing post-game shows after Cardinals games, I'm pretty far on the record of being as staunch of a supporter of Wilson Contreras as there is. I am so happy he is the Cardinals catcher. I think he is a difference-making offensive player. I love the the energy and enthusiasm and passion in which he plays the game. I think Wilson Contreras is a great catcher for the Cardinals to have on this roster. I am glad that Wilson Contreras is the Cardinals catcher. All that being said, we're not we we're not going to completely run away from the fact that As great of an offensive catcher as he is, his uh, ability to call a game was questioned at one point. I think it got better as the season went along. At one point, there were rumblings that he was calling for pitches uh, that pitchers didn't throw. I I don't know how true that actually was. Most pitchers, when asked about that, deflected away. I remember at one point I saw Ryan Helsley uh, do an interview on, uh, on, on foul territory and um, he basically said he he kind of said that's true without saying it was true. It, it was it was a deflection, but not a denial. So there were some things that the team had to work through with Contreras. He's not the best receiver in the world, and that it's okay. Like we're not all perfect. We're not everybody does everything great. Guess what? When Yadier Molina was catching, he wasn't a great offensive catcher, especially late in his career. He really struggled offensively. Am I saying anything really, really bad by pointing out the fact that at the end of Yadier Molina's career, he wasn't an especially good offensive player? No, there's nothing wrong with saying that. It's true. So I don't think I'm taking any shots at anybody. Wilson Contreras is a really good Major League Baseball player. He's a, he's a great offensive catcher. And from a defensive standpoint, there are some things he could do better. Okay. Nothing wrong with that because that's true about all of us and everything. We can all do better in everything that we do. So... I was a little bit taken aback by such a negative reaction to the idea that Yadier Molina could help Wilson Contreras be a better catcher and that we're somehow walking into a, into some type of territory that we shouldn't even get anywhere close to by presenting the idea that maybe there are some areas of Wilson Contreras' game that could be augmented by having Yadier Molina around. If Yadier Molina is on the coaching staff, does Wilson Contreras become a better game caller? I think he does. If Yadier Molina is on the coaching staff, does Wilson Contreras become a better defensive catcher? I think he does. I don't know he does, but I think he does. I think working with him on an everyday basis is going to help out those areas. All the while, he continues to play from an offensive standpoint the way he did this past year, where you can make the argument he was the most valuable offensive player that the Cardinals had this year. I am not taking anything away from what he did. He was much more of a positive than a negative. But this idea that bringing up the fact that Wilson Contreras is not a great receiver and not a great game caller is something that we shouldn't be talking about or is not fair to him, it, it just is what it is. And you don't become a Major League Baseball player, you don't become a professional athlete, period, without being a competitor, without pushing yourself, without wanting to be the best. So I would... 
I would bet that Wilson Contreras, and I watched how hard he worked during spring training, I would bet he, of all people, would love to have the opportunity to have Yadier Molina around to make him better in those areas. So, yeah, I was just I was a little surprised by the response that we got to what Brendan Schaefer said yesterday because I don't think there was anything, anything controversial that was said, but based off some of the social media reaction, eh, not the case. All right, when we come back, we're going to preview tonight's Blues game. They are back at home as they match up against Arizona. We'll hear from uh, Craig Berube in just a moment as we roll on with the Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes mid swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back at it with a shortened version of a Graybar Sports Open Line. We're going to get out of here in about 11 minutes as we will make way for Thursday night football. The matchup this evening on paper, pretty good one. Four and two Jaguars on the road to take the uh, take on the three and three New Orleans Saints. It's a, uh, a two-point spread, by the way. New Orleans favored by two on their home field this evening. And we will have coverage from Westwood One Sports beginning at 6.30, 11 minutes from right now. And then kickoff is scheduled for 7.15. Again, we are going to jump out of coverage for a little while, right around 7 o'clock or so, as uh, the president, uh, President Biden, is set to uh, address the nation. And uh, that's going to be a a nationally televised radio uh, broadcast uh, address. And we will have that for you this evening at about 7 o'clock. All right. Also tonight at uh, 7 o'clock, the St. Louis Blues, they play their third game of the season. They're looking for their first game that ends in regulation. Their first game of the season at Dallas, they lost 2-1 in a shootout, and then they came back with a 2-1 win on Saturday against Seattle, also in a shootout, and tonight they are going to play host to the Coyotes. Blues head coach Craig Berube uh, spoke with the media earlier today. Uh, Some of the big news going into this game tonight. First off, there is going to be a change in goal for the first time this year. Backup goaltender Joel Hofer is going to uh, make the start, and uh, Craig Berube spoke about that uh, decision and why he is getting the start tonight and why he's making his season debut this evening. Try to get him in there like we've had a lot of time, you know, want to get him get him going here. So, again, we're going to need both goalies, and uh, it's a good opportunity for him tonight. Way things have been playing on it and having this stretch of games off. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's just, he's going to, you know, we got Saturday here right away, so. When you look big picture at, at Joel, how many games do you think you want to get him in this season? I think you're looking way too far ahead right now. But, you know, um, we try to map out a month, you know, at a time. Like, I don't have a number in, you know, in my mind right now. But, you know, we're going to need him to play enough games. How do you think his experience last year coming up, getting some games, will help him kind of moving into this year? Yeah, for sure. He came in last year. He did a good job. Uh, He got four games. So that experience definitely goes a long way, you know, for him. 
So Hofer in the lineup tonight. One other player set to make his uh, season debut. That is uh, Nikita Alexandrov as he is going to be on the fourth line. A shifting of uh, lines tonight uh, as a result of Pavel Buchnevich not playing. He has been officially ruled out. We've been talking about all week long that in all likelihood uh, Buchnevich would not play tonight and it is now official. So with that, uh, the top line is going to be Robert Thomas and Jordan Kairou along with Brandon Saad. Saad moving up from the second line and uh, Barubi just talked about how good of a player Saad is and how really versatile he is that you can move him around from line to line and uh, not miss out on a whole a whole bunch. I think he's the type of player that really fits in wherever he goes. I mean, he's he's played with Thomas and Kyrie before. You know, he's been with Shen and Kaplan most of the camp, but um, you know, he's like again, his game doesn't change moving up and down the lineup. He's a he's a guy that we can move up and down the lineup and use in different situations. You know, again, he's a straightforward player, uses his speed, he's strong, you don't go, you know, being around the net, scores in tight. So, um, again, he's the type of guy that really can fit in on any line. Also on that uh, top line, Jordan Kyrou. Uh, he has been there, obviously, from a scoring standpoint. You know what you need out of him. But uh, Barubu was asked today about uh, what Kyrou is giving them across the entire sheet, both uh, offensively and defensively, and if they're seeing more out of him from a defensive standpoint. He's working back to our end. He's really tracking hard um, in games so far. And again, he's doing his job coming back in our zone, stopping and, and breaking plays up. He, he's more physical on the puck. Um, so I'm seeing a lot of good things from him right now. And then the last thing that I thought was uh, interesting, and we're at the point of the season, I, I, I talk about this a lot at the beginning of baseball season, and, and I talk about it for over a month because we try to figure out what's real and what's not real at the beginning of the season. And like this past year with the Cardinals, when they got off to the slow start, I was wrong, but I wasn't, I wasn't concerned about the slow start. Now it turns out that that turn, that start was real. Like we later, it later had relevance. It later uh, turned out to be something that was notable because the slow start turned into the entire season, but it could have just as easily turned around and they could have had a, had a good season, right? So that it's hard to really evaluate this early on in the season, what's real and what's not real. It takes a little bit of time. I was talking about this with Kevin Wheeler the other day during one of our uh, 515 uh, sports conversations about generally speaking, you get about 30% of the way into the season, and that's when you start to get an idea of what who a team really is and, and what their flaws are and whether or not they're they're real or not. So for a for a hockey season, you're talking 20, 25 games. That's when you can really start to evaluate a team and, and how they're doing. But that being said, there have been some face-off issues for the Blues, and uh, Barubi was asked about what they can do to improve in that area. There's definitely things that for every game we look at the other team's um, face-off guys and what they're doing and, you know, our guys see the video um, and Otter works with these guys daily. So uh, I think that we've gone spurts where we're really good and then there's not so such good uh, spurts where we're not very good. So we got to get more consistent definitely in the dot. Um, that's something that we're stressing here every day. So that is uh, Craig Berube speaking with the media earlier today. Blues are in action tonight as they look for, again, their first regulation win or loss for that matter, but they're not looking for a regulation loss, but they are looking for their first regulation win, and we'll see what they're able to do tonight. I am interested to see what Hofer's going to look like. This is his opportunity. He is now uh, a backup goalie. 
Like he he got that opportunity towards the end of the season last year in what was a lost season, and he did end up playing in six games last year, and his numbers were fine: three one and one, nine oh five save percentage, goals against average was just above uh, three goals per game. You couldn't have asked for uh, much more from him uh, last year, but now he's going to have the opportunity to go out there and be part of the regular rotation with Jordan Bennington and. This is one of those times where I think as a coach, it's a challenging decision because you've got two forces. You've got force number one. You've got a guy in Jordan Bennington who's really going well, has played great in the first two games. You haven't played many games here early on the season, so no problem putting him in there tonight and just trying to continue that good run versus the idea that you got a backup goaltender who you want to get a certain number of games over the course of the year and you got to get him in there at some point in time, no matter how well uh, Bennington is playing. So uh, they choose this as the opportunity to be able to get him in there. And uh, they do have a somewhat quick turnaround. They're playing Thursday, Saturday. They're actually going Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday here. The games are going to start coming at a little bit more of a quicker pace. You're going to get two to three games a week here uh, moving forward starting next week. Uh, but they will play again on Saturday. They play Pittsburgh on Saturday with all due respect to Arizona. A uh, home game against Arizona, probably a little bit more winnable than a home game against Pittsburgh. Not that they're going to uh, lose to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh is not off to a great start themselves. They're 2-2-0, and they've uh, struggled a bit here in the early going. They did not fare well against Detroit in their last matchup. But uh, if you're if you are going to use Bennington against either Arizona or Pittsburgh, uh, clearly it, it, I think it makes sense. I, I see what they're trying to do, why you go with Hofer tonight, and then uh, you go against uh, you go with Bennington against Pittsburgh coming up on uh, on Saturday, and then they are going to hit the road. In fact, after Saturday's game, they are not going to play another home game until November. They will, <laughs> yeah, they're going to go on a four game trip uh, as they will be mostly north of the border, plus a game against Colorado in there, and then they'll finally get back on Friday, November third. Uh, we're going to begin out of here in just a couple minutes, making way for a Thursday night football. Keeping you updated though on what's going on in the baseball playoffs right now. The Phillies and the Diamondbacks are playing Game Three of the NLCS. The Phillies had a one nothing lead, but give the Diamondbacks credit; they came back. And they tied it up. So the game is currently 1-1 in the bottom of the eighth inning. And the Diamondbacks do have a runner on at second. So uh, we'll see what Arizona is possibly able to do. And then getting started in about a half hour or so, it's going to be the Astros and Rangers. I I think tonight is kind of a swing game uh, in this Astros-Rangers series. Rangers had the 2-0 series lead. Astros come back yesterday with a victory. In many ways, it feels like the winner of tonight's game is going to win that series. If the Astros find a way to win, they even up the series 2-2. It's going to go back to Houston. It feels like they have all the momentum in the world. Where if the Rangers win tonight's game, they have a 3-1 series lead. They just need one more win to be able to uh, to close it out. So I don't think I'm breaking any news. I don't think I'm saying anything earth-shattering here at the moment. But I do think the winner of tonight's game between the Astros and Rangers is going to be the team that ends up uh, winning that series in one direction or another. All right, that is it. A very quick edition of a Gray Bar Sports Open Line. We're back with a full two-hour program tomorrow. We've got a jam-packed show tomorrow. Hopefully you'll be with us. We'll talk hockey. We'll talk baseball. We'll talk soccer. As City SC is back at this weekend after their uh, long international break. So uh, we will be back with you tomorrow. Again, we'll hear from uh, President Biden. We will break in a football when he has his national address around 7 o'clock. But uh, we've got coverage from Westwood One Sports. 
It's the Jaguars and the Saints Thursday night football. It's on the way next right here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.